This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Health One. So, um, COVID has brought us many things, uh, mostly bad, and we're going to keep on that bad theme, is uh, the effect of COVID on substance use disorders. And what have you noticed with that? Yeah, big increases, right? So we know from preliminary data, opioid, opioid numbers are increasing, opioid overdoses are increasing, uh, but probably not as big as alcohol, right? And even just speaking with a bunch of friends and maybe you in your own lives have noticed you're probably having another glass or two of wine uh, every night and, uh, and a glass or five, <laughs> right? So let's talk a little bit about alcohol so that I'm just not called the drug guy. I can be the drug and alcohol guy. Um, so alcohol use disorder is by far one of the biggest things that we see in emergency departments. Uh, we're coming off a night shift and I bet probably 50% of your patients who you saw overnight had some type of alcohol-related issue. Um, many of them are probably going to be discharged here in the next five to ten minutes, right? Um, but alcohol is a huge problem for our society. And, and it's really, really interesting because it's all a substance, too, that most of us use, uh, at least in the ER. Um, so the, uh, let's just talk a little bit about alcohol and the different emergencies associated with it. So I'm going to say uh, a presentation, and I want you to kind of yell back at me uh, the thing that you'd associate with alcohol. Okay? So, um, so if I say that someone presents and they are confused... What are the things that alcohol is kind of related with? DTs. So, so withdrawal is a devil. Withdrawal and intoxication both cause confusion. Encephalopathy. What type of encephalopathy? Hepatic encephalopathy is one of them. Yes. Let's say that uh, that they don't have liver failure, or they don't have full-blown liver failure. This what? Pickle. Yeah, Wernicke's encephalopathy. Great. So Wernicke's encephalopathy is one that we sometimes will miss in people who are not, um, basically, uh, who are alcoholics, especially long-term alcoholics. And it presents with a kind of uh, triad, if you will, right, where oftentimes they'll have intranuclear ophthalmoplegia. So when you look at their eyes, they won't move right. They'll be confused. And then they'll also what's called confabulate. And you know what confabulate is? Exactly. It's our fancy ass way of saying that they're making up stories of the great storytellers. So you can walk into the room and say, oh my gosh, didn't we see each other yesterday? And they'll just kind of throw a story at you about, you know, the fact that you guys had a lot of fun together. And it's kind of the, this effect. And what's the treatment for it? Thymine, right? So these patients should all be getting large doses of thymine. And if they have full-blown Wernicke's encephalopathy, we should be ordering B1. And they should actually be admitted and they'll get like 500 milligrams of thymine a day. Because all of it's related to a, to a vitamin deficiency. And uh, with that, if you don't treat it uh, aggressively up front, those patients actually end up having that long-term and then it's called Korsakoff's, um, Korsakoff syndrome. Whereas basically their brain is just kind of fried uh, because of alcohol, alcohol use and abuse. Okay, um, so let's go, let's go down. So we talked about the brain. The last thing I'd say with the brain is trauma, right? And we know that alcohol, alcoholism is related to a lot of falls. And then people who are long-term drinkers have much smaller brains related to volume and the effects of alcohol, so they get many more subdurals. Uh, so so trauma, trauma and alcohol is related there. How about for your heart? What things do you think about with your heart and alcohol? So what's a big, uh, what's a big complication of AFib? Or a big cause of AFib. Alcohol. 
alcohol is a large cause of AFib in our population. And do you know what you call it when you actually have alcohol related to AFib? It's called al holiday heart. And holiday hearts because after you drink uh, in a decent amount, especially acetaldehyde, when this get met gets metabolized, it's really excitatory to your heart. So this oftentimes put people in AFib, especially if you have a young person, ask them about their drinking history. And you'll find that a lot of them are either coming off a big binge weekend, et cetera. And it's all the excitatory thing of the heart. And, uh, and lastly, alcohol is a huge cause of heart failure, right? Um, when I talk about your esophagus, what are things that you think about for esophageal problems? Really? Varices, yep, especially so varices. If you have, a, if you're a cirrhotic, you'll have esophageal varices. It's also a, one of the number one causes of esophageal cancer. So a big risk factor for esophageal cancer. Um, how about lungs? We often don't think of alcohol as a risk factor for lung disease, but what are kind of lung lung issues related to alcohol? It's actually aspiration pneumonias. So a lot of pneumonia uh, is caused by alcohol and alcoholics have two risk factors. One, they just don't kind of cough as much. And then two, when you drink a lot, alcohol is of course an antiseptic. So uh, what you, happens is you kill a lot of your normal mouth bacteria and then you have bacteria in your mouth that's much more pathogenic and much more gram negative. So these uh, patients get much nastier pneumonias, okay? For GI, I'm just gonna go ahead and skip ahead so we can get, all get back to work. Uh, but for GI, we all know that alcohol causes a lot of uh, liver, liver issues, so liver failure, ascites, et cetera. Uh, and all of this, this whole medical minute, is just to remind you, don't drink too much at home. Okay? So, be good. Okay. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Bradley, anesthesiologist and U.S. Naval officer. I'm also the host and creator of the Black Doctors podcast. This podcast provides weekly 30-minute episodes that tell the stories of minority healthcare professionals. It is my hope that hearing these unique and inspiring stories will encourage others to consider pursuing these challenging and rewarding career paths. So please join me for the Black Doctors Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all major streaming platforms.